Howdy, 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 everyone. Welcome to The Game is Fun, Episode 3. I'm your host, Matt Borders. Uh, and with me, as always, is my magnificent co-host, the one, the only, Carl Soriano. Carl, how are you doing today? Hello, hello. I'm happy to be here. Happy to be here. Just here so long you're fine. You know, I'm really happy to be here. I'm just See, I, you, you were saying that before we recorded. I don't get the reference. Is it like a sports thing? It is a sports reference. Okay. Can you can you elaborate a little bit on that for me? So, I, I, I don't remember, but I think... Um, it was Marshawn Lynch. He was like a running back for the Seahawks. They lost the game. And then he was really like upset and he didn't want to answer questions or something. So he, he just kept saying, instead of like answering questions, he just said, I'm just happy to be here. Oh, well, the Seahawks are Seahawks are football. Yes. 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 That is okay. Dope, 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 dope. Carl, what do you think about our new intro music performed by a friend of the show, Craig, whose links you can find in the description? I love it. I love it. It sounds very chill. I know. I think it's you and I. We're two guys being cozy, hanging out. It's Valentine's Day. I'm getting to spend my lovely Dude, Valentine's say, Day evening with you. Happy Valentine's Day, man. Hope you had a great day today. Happy Valentine's Day to you too, buddy. I, I did. I uh, You know, I mean, if we're going to get into our weeks, you know, it's been a bit of a rough week. I'm not, I think it's important that we be honest and open on the show. It's not always the greatest, but today was fantastic. My girlfriend sent me a lovely uh, note. She drew like a picture of Art of Us. And then like a nice note um, that's almost like a poem talking about how much she appreciates our relationship. And that means a lot to me. Oh, I cute. and I got her chocolates delivered, like chocolate covered strawberries. So, that you is know. really cute. Thank you. Thank you. Well, how did you celebrate this fine holiday today? I slept all day. Oh, that's fantastic. And then I did some homework. But that's pretty much it. That's okay. I got to do a midterm after this. This morning, yeah. I woke up, watched like four episodes of Evangelion because... I've been trying to watch the show for like months, so I figured I might as well go to the mat with it. And it, it's good. It's getting better. It has a plot now, which I appreciate. Like the first 12 episodes were just sort of serialized. Is that like the, sort of the anime that like a bunch of like religious people got upset about because of like all the I, symbolism I, that they do use? Do you mean like Pokemon? When they thought Pokemon was dealing with the devil? I don't know. You got. You can't just throw that out there. You got. I thought. I thought there was a lot of backlash for that show because of. I mean, um, potentially. I just don't think symbolism I'll... or whatever. Oh, I mean, potentially. It seems like there's going to be something involved with God. Like, that's that's what the anime trope is, right? Like, somehow God's always involved with high school. I don't know if that's an anime trope. I've seen, like, the normie animes, like Demon Slayer. Uh, I, yeah, I've never seen that. Uh, fucking Death Note. I haven't seen the only that one much, I've, but, you know. The only one I've watched is... Actually, this may be the first anime I've actually genuinely watched. I've uh, I've never really watched anime besides Studio Ghibli films. I did read a lot of manga when I was a kid, and that's probably why I was bullied. But <laughs> I, I never, never went down the rabbit hole of being an anime fan, and I'm going to continue to try to avoid that. But were you one of those kids who like tried um like brag about how their fucking manga manga books were like read backwards, and just like talk about like, how superior that shit was? No, I didn't bring them to school. I was too, I was too, uh, I was too scared. Okay. I didn't bring them to school. <laughs> all right. One time, I brought a Sonic comic to school. And some kids spilled water all over it, and I just, I just knew I could never bring those oh, there no. again. They were too valuable. I did actually draw a lot of comics. I used to make money in elementary school. I would draw comics and sell them on the playground. Oh, we got our own Rowley here. Very. I've cool. always been, uh, yeah, Zooey Mama. Zooey Mama. 
I've always had that deep little capitalist inside me saying, go, go, go. That's really been it. Very cool. Were you popular for your comics like Rowley? Um, I, I was beloved. Everyone everyone has loved me since the day I was born. I popped out my mom and the doctor said, wow. He, he slapped a cigar in my mouth and he lit it. <laughs> he said, baby boy, you're wow. going places. That's beautiful. A little tap on my ass and I, off I was. Wow. Amazing. Thank you. How was your week, Carl? Um, I don't know. It was all right. I just did homework pretty much all week. I mean... Yeah, I didn't really do much, honestly. Now that I think of it, I've, I've been having, I've been, I did start like more, uh, I did start a better uh, workout schedule now that I have it all streamlined and I have it all written down so I can keep track of it better. I guess that's like the most like interesting thing that's happened to me this all week, but other than that, really nothing. What are you, what are you doing? You're just trying to get your bench up? Uh, I just want to be a big, little, strong boy. I want Tom Holland's body. Have you seen Tom Holland shirtless? I want to be, I want my body to look like that. I think I have. He's shirtless in Spider-Man, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I could have that body type because I'm I'm also like five six, and he's also five six. And I aspire to be like. I think the only thing here is that he's uh, you just gotta get the British accent. I think that's what's really holding you back. If you had that, you don't even need the body. Hello, mate. I'm Tom Holland here. Welcome to the Spider-Man movie. You know he's actually relevant to video games because he's going to be in the Uncharted movie. Yes, he is actually. I remember I know. that. I was God, not even I'm so excited I, for what's that. What's the update on that? Is it, uh, is it, it got right delayed now? until it, oh, it's wrapped filming last year. It got delayed until I think next year, July ish. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. I don't have it pulled up right now. Any predictions on the on the Rotten Tomato score on that? Oh, that's a that's a that's a fifty five to a sixty six right there. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say that too, like that. Range. Uh, but you know what? I'm excited to see Mark Wahlberg. I know Mark Wahlberg is a terrible person, but for some reason, fuck well, Mark Wahlberg's in that movie now. Yeah, dude, he's Sully. So I'm just completely mesmerized by Mark Wahlberg. Imagining him with Sullivan's facial hair, where it's just a thick '70s porn cop stash on Mark Wahlberg. I don't. Yeah, I just uh, game movies anymore. They just don't. They, like, you literally love superhero movies, and you're going to complain about video game movies. I don't love superhero movies, but Carl, like, you know, I, freshman I'm year, I used in. to come into you, and you'd be on your bed, laying, looking at your phone, watching Avengers clips, eight out of thirteen, Captain America lifts hammer. Okay, not not. I'm not as invested. I mean, that's because I was invested in it. Because uh, what 2018 was like the year uh, fucking Infinity War was out. Uh, I think so. Yeah, but yeah. that we weren't. Yeah, that was the. This would have been like the like, fall. I was just after. like watching a bunch of like clips and getting myself hyped for like the next one because like that was like the big thing at the time, you know. Okay, Carl. Well, let's get into what we've been playing, Carl, 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 Carl. Even non Nintendo related, what have you been jamming out to? Actually, um, I've been playing like like uh, as you guys know, I've been playing Super Mario Odyssey, but. Uh, playing Super Mario, Super Mario Odyssey, it's got me like craving like uh, another Mario game that I've played since I was a kid. It's called Super Paper Mario. Uh, I th- that game is really near and dear to my heart because I played it a bunch when I was a kid, and I'm actually streaming that game now on my Twitch. Um, gonna go through another. All right, don't through. just promote yourself. Don't just promote yourself. Okay, what do you like okay. about this game? Do you have uh, any Super distinct Paper memories Mario? of it? Yeah. I like how the premise is you go from a 2D world to a 3D world, and there's like a lot of really unique puzzles that you could like come across with with that game. And I don't know I just really I was really attached to that game when I was a younger lad, so that's why I kind of. How has it. it felt revisiting it? Has it been like comforting to you? I actually like revisiting it. It's like I don't remember anything. Like I got stuck on a puzzle for like 20 minutes on stream. I had to like look up what to do. Like I'm actually surprised I got really far in that game. Like as as a kid, because like I don't remember anything anymore. 
Mm. I never played too much of that one. I remember I had it on the Wii, but I don't think I ever played too much. Did you ever play the one on GameCube? That's no. the one um, that actually, most people... Actually, I played like the first level. Okay, gotcha. Like the first chapter. Yeah. Yeah, Thousand Year Door is the one that everyone always raves about, but I, I'm, I'm sure that's just like the nostalgia cycle. So Super Paper Mario is probably next up on the docket for that. Yeah, but I'm I'm gonna start. I'm gonna go through like a whole playthrough that, with that on stream because I've been enjoying that game. That'd be awesome. Um, and your Twitch name is what again? St Strudel. That is S T S T R U D E L. Nice, Carl. You mentioned that you've been inspired to play this game because of Mario Odyssey. How is Mario Odyssey continuing to you? As of last time, you had just played the intro to the game. So, where are we now? Yeah, I got through the sand level. Um, and I got all the way past the freaking first Bowser boss fight. Okay, so your update, your updated feelings on the game. There, there are three Bowser encounters, if I remember correctly. So at first, I was like, eh, about the game. That's why I kind of took a break from it for a while. But like, um, after that Bowser uh, boss fight, I actually got more invested because I'm actually getting used to the game mechanics more, and I'm actually not like exploring like I did with the first. Like you wanted me to, I'm not exploring as much. Uh-huh. I'm just trying to rush through the game. And, so I've and, broken you. You've seen the light yeah. that my path yeah. is. The rush to the end. I feel like I'll get like way too bored of this game if I just uh, try to experience it like how I typically do. So I have to like rush it like how you did. Carl, I'm pretty sure there are over a thousand moons in the game. So if you had tried to complete this through your first run, I you would have never finished this title. Yeah, honestly, yeah, I'm glad. I- didn't do that because i'm rushing through it now i'm having a better experience mm, i'm excited for you to get to new donk city eventually so you you've again gotten through maybe another two hours of gameplay in yeah. two weeks yes that's correct wow you are hey i'm getting more invested about... in the game i'll pl- i'll probably play more this week so you hey, know you ever thought of becoming a speedrunner? yeah man honestly i feel like i deserve i i deserve that title I thought you were just gonna say like "fuck you" back to me. I wasn't. I wasn't ready for the genuine response. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was setting up there for for a joke. Yeah, I was expecting you to to go along with the bit, but you just uh, you took that. You took the bit. All right. Um, anything else that's not Nintendo related that's flown about in your bubble? I mean, of course, you know we've been playing Valorant, and uh, mm-hmm. we did play Mario Party the other night, which was pretty. We fun. did play Mario Party. I actually want to talk about that bit. Mario Party net play is honestly. Uh, one of my favorite things to have happened in the past few years with the online emulating community, Dolphin, and I think, I forget what the emulator is you use for the 64 games, but uh, freshman year, I was super lonely, and me and my friend home from Evan, who you know, obviously, but the listeners don't know, um, we played Mario Party 2 a couple nights when I was just feeling super homesick, and there's really nothing else like that, because it's super low latency, it's really fun. There are some hacks to go along with the game that makes it all speed up and more optimized for online play. And I really think that hopefully Nintendo takes some cues, even though they usually don't from the fan community. And maybe, you know, just maybe COVID and lockdown forces us to get an online version of Mario Party soon. It was honestly a fun time. I'm not going to lie. It, it, it's great. I mean, Mario Party 6 is probably my second favorite after Mario Party 2. Have you had a lot of experience with the Mario Party franchise before that? Um, I mean, I played I played like a bunch of Mario Party games like over my friends' places. It's like a few times. Um, was it on the Wii or the GameCube? Yeah, Wii, GameCube, Switch, all that, all that jazz. Mm. So you've actually played the Switch one. I still haven't. Do you have any comparisons to the one we played on Dolphin? Know. Because the Switch I'm... one is probably obviously the more the direction they're going to continue going. I don't know. I can't really tell if there's a difference. Honestly, I mean, they're both. 
I mean, maybe the board's smaller. I don't know. Yeah. I can't really remember. So, so I mean, well, that's okay. I, I know because I'm a giant fucking nerd. Yeah. You know, I haven't played the game. But, like, obviously, different forms of movement because in Mario Party 11, each character is their own custom dice block. I'm pretty sure there aren't orbs. And also, stars only cost 10 coins. So, there's a lot of coin inflation in that game. Anyways, uh, I just exposition, <laughs> exposition dumped all over the episode. But... Uh, I mean, that's pretty much everything, right? I'm trying to think. Wait, anything else going on with you? Um, I think those are pretty much all the games we've been playing. I mean, I mean, I've got I've got a couple more to talk about. Yeah, you can go ahead and talk about your games. I think I, I'm pretty done with my my portion. Okay, dope. Um, so obviously, the big topic for today is the Mario 3D World plus Bowser Fury spoiler cast. So I rushed through that game. I didn't finish either of them, but I got a decent chunk through. We'll talk about that more later, but. I started also Link's Awakening, the remake. Have you seen footage of this on the Switch? It's the remake of the Game Boy Legend of Zelda game done by Grezzo. And it looks almost like a toy diorama. It's very cute. Have you seen any footage of this game, Carl? Um, I know I don't know, but I've seen it trending. I know people were talking about it. I don't really know much, though. Sort of made a splash when it came out. I think it got a lot of views on Twitch, but then it sort of sharply dropped off because it is a really short game. Which I personally enjoy, but I know a lot of people. Um, for the, it's hard for that game to come after Breath of the Wild as the first big, literally launch game on the Switch. So the next follow up for Zelda is that. Um, but I really like it. Short, condensed. I had fun with it. It's super easy, which <laughs> I like in my video games because I don't. I, I hate dying in video games. Uh, it just honestly puts me off of them, which is a total bitch move on my part. But you know, I just I don't is like that, failing, Carl. Is that more of a casual a game for casuals than Breath of the Wild is? Uh, it's a completely different game. So it's more of a traditional almost because it was made. It's a Game Boy game, basically just remake, um, oh, but it's the same thing. So it's top down or well, more like, you know, um, what's it called when you're looking at it from like a diagonal, diagonal angle? You know what I'm talking about? Diagonal it's not, angle? What? It's not top down. It's not from the side. It's like, a, like it's like a side scroller. No, I no. mean, there are parts of it that are side scroller, but it's Sonic 3D Blast is also this Sonic 3D Blast camera. Sonic 3D Blast Camera. Oh god, this is gonna ah. kill you, isn't it? No, no, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. It is isometric. It's isometric, kinda, but it's more, it looks top down, but they kind of shifted it to be more isometric. Um, and then there are sides grow sections, but it's it's good. That's what matters, is it, it is good. Not worth $60, though. Totally not worth $60. If you find it for $40. It was $60? Yeah, dude. They released an eight-hour Game Boy game for $60. Oh You're on a God. Nintendo podcast. Hey, How hey, do hey. you keep forgetting this? I, I I keep forgetting that like these games are fucking expensive as hell. Sorry. My bad. I'm still also, getting used to that. Fun fact, just because we're talking about nostalgic games, I've been thinking about going back and playing a Game Boy game called Hamtaro Ham Ham Heartbreak, Carl. Do you remember Hamtaro? I don't know what that is. It was on like Cartoon Network at five in the morning in like 2003. And it was a little anime hamster, and he, and, he, and he had a funny little voice, and they were little hamsters, big adventures, Carl. Do you get that? Little hamsters, little hamsters big, big adventures. adventures. Can you say it one more time for me? Little hamsters with big adventures. Exactly. Now, Hamtaro, adorable. Now, guess who worked on this game, which now goes for like $80. Um, it's a Game Boy game. Uh, Shigeru Miyamoto like produced this game, which is so weird. You know, the creator of Mario? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, very odd that he worked on that game, but I guess that's why I have such a love for it looking back at it. Cause you know, he's amazing. I would love to revisit Game Boy game too, actually. 
Carl, I would just download do an emulator. We're not. Yeah, Nintendo doesn't talk to us. Nintendo doesn't talk to us on the show. We don't have to pretend like we're good people. Download an emulator, and you know, just uh, just uh, you know, I mean, do whatever you got to do. From that point, don't know what game I would play though, but I'll try to have to. Uh, Lilo and Stitch Two. That's I thought it'd be funny if I would just like stream the SpongeBob SquarePants movie game on Game Boy because I had that when I was a kid. I mean that that's a fun one. No, it's terrible on Game Boy. Nicktoons Unite. That game sucks. Nicktoons what? Nicktoons Unite was fantastic on the GameCube. On the Game Boy, it sucks. It's like a side scroller. Interesting. You never played the Nicktoons franchise? No, I haven't. And they were like four player beat 'em ups where you played as different characters from Nickelodeon franchises. I had games like Batman Begins and like Spider-Man 3 for like the Game Boy. Not, not well, Game Boy, but then also, that was talking about GameCube. But you had Wii. You didn't have a GameCube. Yeah. But a Wii could be a GameCube. You just never used that function, I assume. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, okay. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then what else have I been playing? Uh, and then I'm thinking about getting... Carl, I've been a little burnt out lately. Like I was saying earlier, it's not been a great week for Matthew. <laughs> So I've been thinking I might need to retreat from making content for a bit. Not doing this. This will keep going, obviously. But like trying to produce other things and just sort of cozying up with something. And uh, I mean, Evangelion's almost over. So I've been thinking about going back to Xenoblade Chronicles, which is a uh, definitive edition on the Switch, which is a port and remaster of the original game that was on Wii. And um, it's a huge JRPG card. This game, hundreds of hours. So I'm thinking about getting cozy with that as soon as my finals are done. Or not finals, midterms. Um, and that's pretty much my schmoove, where I do be schmoovin'. That's where, I, that's where I'm headed, baby boy. I know this is random, but I yeah. think I'm going to actually just buy Super Mario Odyssey at this point. Because I keep renewing it at the library, and I'm, I'm like embarrassed because like the guy always sees me. And like the other day, like when I renewed it, he just like laughed. He's like, "Oh my, this guy again!" Like, like that kind of laugh, you know? Uh, oh, dude, because you're taking to... how long to beat this game, Carl? Uh, you've had a month with it already. Yeah, I know. I need. To, I'm just gonna return. It. I'm just gonna buy it at this point, you know. I mean, you can get it used. GameStop's actually doing a sale right now. Buy two, get buy two used, get one free. So if you drop like eighty bucks on Switch games, you can get three games. Probably. I don't. I don't honestly There's don't a care. I just, want, I just want to get. I just want to get return this and then just actually have the game at this point. <laughs> Because I'm, I'm just getting like secondhand embarrassment right now. Or no, firsthand, firsthand, right? That's first. I mean, we should, I think it's been mentioned on the show that you, you know, buying these Switch games, they're expensive, right? So you have been renting them. Um, and I think maybe this is our avenue where we get a little bit of fan funding in here. Enough per month, we could, uh, we could buy you one game. <laughs> one game for one poor boy. Well, that, I mean, we do a show every two weeks. So, I mean, that's two episodes covered. That's okay, buddy. You know, I'll finish this game we'll, eventually. Don't worry, guys. You will soon. This is the hook. This is the hook we got, yeah. everyone. Will he ever finish Carl, the game by the time Carl, we finish this podcast? Eventually, you finish a game that takes probably at max twelve hours. <laughs> Episode like one hundred. I just beat Bowser for the second time. Okay, so I think that's pretty much everything I played. Um. Okay, Carl. We're going into our news and rumors segment. Carl, can I get that intro, baby? Give it to me. News, 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 and rumors. Okay, Carl. Um, obviously, before we get into the Mario Odyssey, which is going to be the big part of this episode, um, we're going to go over the news like we usually do. But what we have first up on the docket, Carl, is coming from IGN and Adam Bankhurst is the writer there. We have E3 will happen in 2021 as a digital event. Now, Carl, um, I'm going to give a little read and then we'll talk about this. So Adam Bankhurst writes, uh, the plan includes having 
well, obviously the ESA plan. Okay, so the plan includes having multiple two-hour keynote sessions from game partners, an award show, a June 14th preview night, and other smaller streams from game publishers, influencers, and media partners. The broadcast event the ESA is planning would be preceded by a media preview week, and demos would be released to the public during E3 2021 to help celebrate the future of video games. The ESA is also planning on making it possible to allow partner companies to remotely stream playable game demos to the media across thousands of scheduled meetings alongside one-on-one assistance from the developers. Now, Carl, just before we jump into this, um, it is important to note that Jeff Keighley, the man who sort of hosted like the E3 pit for the past few years, is not returning to E3 and will instead be hosting like a more condensed version of what he did last year, the Summer Games Fest. And I, as you can see in the notes following that, it says Matt wants to die because I do not like Summer Games Fest. <laughs> Carl, how do you feel about E3 coming back? We saw saw it completely dissolved last year. Sony's been missing. It's not going to affect Nintendo that much because they've always been doing their individual uh, events. So, what do you what do you feel about in general? Did you enjoy E3? To be honest, my favorite thing to come out of E3 every year is watching like the cringe compilations that come out of them. I feel like that's what mm-hmm. most people like to kind of see because it is there's some pretty good content that comes out of E3 in terms of that. But other than that, I don't know how I feel about it because. For the most part, it feels like uh, game developers just deceive us nowadays because of like what what they showcase on like the E three uh, presentation isn't like I, this has been said a million times, but it is still like true. Like like what they pre- like present typically isn't like the same as what like comes out of like at least for like most most AAA titles. That's the case. So yeah. you've been burned by Cyberpunk, is what you're trying to tell me. Yes, 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 exactly. <laughs> You're yes. just still reeling from the cyberpunk pain. Yes. I mean, I, I enjoyed the game, but, you know, it's a little disappointing. I think it depends. I think we've seen, I mean, obviously Ubisoft, you have those Crow Cat videos where Ubisoft is famous for their, their bull shot, you know, I think is the term, where it's that everything that they show at the reveal eventually gets downgraded. Um, obviously, Watch Dogs, the original Watch Dogs is famous for that, um, being downgraded for the even the PS4 release, which was next year at the time. And I think, yeah, and, go ahead. And in addition, all these games end up being running very poorly on the PC anyways. So, you know, just... just You're just talking about life. Cyberpunk. You're just talking I mean, about Cyberpunk. I mean, like Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs uh, 3. Did Watch Dogs... Does Watch Dogs... I haven't had any experience with it. Have you experienced something with Watch Dogs? Yes. Legion? It just doesn't run well. Oh. Did you get I, it? I mean, or, uh, no, no, you how'd you, how'd you get access well on, to, on how'd you get access to, uh, what do you mean? Far Cry 5 runs fantastic. For Honor actually, yeah, great. Far Cry 5 actually runs pretty well. Steep runs well. But the Assassin's uh, Creed, Rainbow Six Assassin's Creed Siege. Okay. Yeah. Well, aren't those games just massive resource hogs? Yeah. And then like most, and like the entire world is really like copy and paste, like bullshit. Okay. Anyways. So we're talking about E3 not coming back. I'm disappointed because... I mean, I, I'm not disappointed because I want E3 to come back in some way because I never got to go. I would love to go to E3 at some point. That's very much been a dream of mine since I was but a child. Um, and it going away is very disheartening to me. I also liked that it was one full boom and then it was done. Like you just, you had E3, it was the best. I would skip school. <laughs> I would just watch E3. Really? Yeah, I skipped school senior year to watch E3, I think. We'd stay up. We'd all get in a Discord call the last couple of years, and we would watch E3 together. Now, they kind of suck. So Sony obviously didn't go the past couple of years because they're the last few, when they showed like Ghost of Tsushima and The Last of Us 2, and they had those people moving between buildings, was absolute trash. But, um, I mean, this is, this is something that really means a lot to me. And 
Summer Games Fest obviously was affected by COVID and how spread out it was, I just really disliked. Um, Jeff has pledged that it's going to be obviously more truncated this year and smaller and more condensed to a certain time frame. But I just really liked having it all back to back to back to back. I mean, I guess the good thing is you don't have to watch what you're not interested in with Summer Games Fest. Like when you're watching a Sony press conference, you had to sit through the Call of Duty shilling. But like now you can just skip the Call of Duty stream. Um, I don't know, Carl, do you follow a lot of these game info drop streams? Do you watch them live? Um, sometimes, sometimes. Um, I, I, I'm, I, actually, I am actually... I mean, you're going to have to watch. You're going to have to watch the Nintendo one this year. Yeah, I am actually kind of excited because... I feel like there's been kind of a games drought right now, so it'll be really interesting to see what uh, they come out with, come out with this year. I mean, everything did get pushed back to COVID, but I am wondering if we're going to see all that stuff actually get knocked all the way out of 2021 and into 2022. Oh god, that'd be a nightmare. I mean, there's a lot of games to play. You, you yourself said you wanted to go back and play GBA games. You could sustain That's yourself. True. That's money. The same. I just right like there, I maybe. just like seeing something new. You know. I, I know the shiny new thing is what's important. Yeah. Anyways, um, praise be to Jeff Keighley. Um, that man never continues to he always, I mean, that man always continues to amaze me in everything he does. Um, please hire me. Tr- Carl, did you know that I actually got into one of his Zoom calls and really? I got him to reveal his favorite dinosaur? Did you know that? <laughs> no, I did not know that. That's yeah, I'll have to send funny. you that video afterwards. I could actually I could insert the audio right here. <laughs> Matt wants to know what's my favorite dinosaur with thirty one upvotes. Uh great question um i don't really know uh i I, the velociraptor i don't mind um yeah i mean i guess i say t-rex maybe i don't know i don't know if i have a favorite dinosaur to be honest with you um it's a great question uh i i I love all dinosaurs equally i think i am so he he actually said his favorite dinosaur was i think i think he said a t-rex or a raptor that's a pretty basic ass dinosaur so a little disappointing to hear um, you could just post questions. I was in the one which had, ooh, ooh, I'm blanking on her name. Voice actress of Ellie, Ashley Johnson. I was in the show. I was in the Zoom call he held with Ashley Johnson joining. People were just asking questions, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. What's Jeff Keighley's favorite dinosaur? And everyone upvoted it. So, um, I mean, that's how it worked out. It was cool to sit there. I missed the Todd Howard though week. I was so mad Dude, <laughs> to be able to sit in a Zoom call with Todd Howard. Oh my god, that'd fucking be amazing, wild! Actually, God, what a man. What a man. I think okay, people hate Carl. him now because people hate Bethesda. Now. No, 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 no. Bethesda's coming back. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you think they'll, so? They'll be back. They'll be back. Why, yeah, why do you think so? Uh, they're under Microsoft now. And I think people unfairly hate on Microsoft, but I do think that, I mean, they have all the resources they could possibly want. So hopefully we can see something. Do you think Starfield's coming this year? How take? Is Starfield coming in 2021? I, can't, I don't know. I, Carl, I, give me yes or no. Don't say I don't know. Why are you such a bitch when it comes to these questions, Carl? I don't know. Stop it. You say I don't know every week. Carl, you can't just keep saying I don't know. Okay, what if, okay, what okay, if, someone okay, comes okay, up, okay. if the I'll doctor say, comes up to you and he goes, do you want me to vaccinate your child? I'll say and you go, I'll, I don't I'll say, know. I'll say, I'll, say, I'll, say, I'll, say, I'll say it won't come out this year because every because of COVID. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. Thank you for at least taking a stand on this yeah. one. It's not Nintendo related, but thank you for taking a stand. Okay. So now next, sort of flowing into the big thing, is from the head of gamesindustry.biz, Christopher Dring on Twitter, massive sales for Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury on Switch. Obviously, the game we're going to be discussing later in the episode, Carl. He says, Super Mario 3D World is number one in the UK this week. Surprise! 
Its launch is nearly three times bigger than the Wii U original, physical only, because Nintendo only gives us access to physical data. They don't they don't usually release their digital stuff unless it's like a quarterly report. Um, and then he continues, although back then the Wii U had only sold 160,000 units, it's the third biggest Mario platform launch on the Switch behind Odyssey and All-Stars. Obviously, All-Stars came out earlier this year. That is the collection of Super Mario 64, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy available on the Switch. And then Mario Odyssey came out at the tail end of 2017. In the comments, he said that maybe there was a little bit of Mario fatigue with 3D All-Stars releasing earlier in the year. And maybe Odyssey, or, and then maybe 3D World could have done better. But that's just a little bit of theorizing. Carl, how do you feel that this game is doing so much better on the switch it really shows that it was a failure of the wii u as a hardware platform i mean isn't wasn't the wii like wii u not like a very uh well received platform or was it i'm asking you this i'm asking you this i'm asking you this you gotta you gotta gotta throw me a, a softball here the wii u is one of nintendo's worst selling systems carl um we've talked about this on the show before but michelle obama thought it was an add on to the wii in an interview. No one bought the Wii U. The Wii U had terrible launch games. Um, this was potentially one of the only... I mean, there's tons of good games that then got poured over to Switch, which are doing great, like Hyrule Warriors, Dunk Kong Tropical Freeze. Um, have you ever heard of Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival, Carl? There was no. no Animal Crossing game on the Wii U. It was instead a Mario Party-type game, um, but with less stakes, and you played it with Amiibo. I'll say good for them. Good for them for uh, having a big comeback with this game, you know, re-releasing it on the Switch. Good, good, good are for you. you excited to, are you excited to play it, Carl? So you're playing Odyssey right now. I'm actually excited to play this with you. Okay, I'm glad. We could actually yeah. get together because I have had COVID. I don't know if this is okay, but I've had COVID. I, I think I'm good for like six months, the doctor said, right? Is it four to six months? So, I mean, you can't give it to me. I can't give it to you. We could play some Mario Mario 3D World co-op right there, baby. I am. I would want to play this game with you. Actually, I'm, I'm excited. It's, a, it's uh, extremely fun. I'm really enjoying it. Again, we're going to talk about this more later. Um, do you have any interest in getting into Mario 3D All Stars? Because that game is rapidly approaching its expiration date. Because Nintendo is taking it away from digital sale at the end of March. Um, that's the. It's the collection I really, that I just mentioned. I don't really the care. 64 Sunshine Galaxy. No. All right. No. Good to know. So, Carl, not about the retro games. All right, baby. What else is coming soon? Carl, we had some other news. Maybe we're getting a Zelda collection coming soon? Carl, tell me about this. This is an article from Kotaku. What would you like to see in a Zelda collection? What is your history? Because I don't think we've actually gotten into it. What is your history with the Zelda franchise? I've never, I think you know this. I've never played a single Zelda game in my life. So this will be really interesting because maybe this this will be like my like entry into it to get into like the re-releases and whatnot. Mm. Now, Carl, I think the interesting thing that you hear is Phantom Hourglass is a spinoff on the DS. Um, we're coming up on Zelda's 35th anniversary. And if we see something like the Mario collection, three main games, I don't think this one would be one of them included in the collection. Um, however, what is more interesting is that, I mean, it got re-released on the Wii U on the Virtual Console in 2016. Does this mean DS games could be coming to Switch in some way? Maybe you play them on the handheld. Uh, you know, they're only playable in handheld mode. I, I think there is there a game that's like that. I know there are games that are only available in TV mode. I, I think that would be really cool, nonetheless. I, I think never, it would. I, you could you could turn it around. 
Um, I don't, actually, I don't know about that. Maybe they'd be side by side, the screens on the Switch horizontally. Because they, because if they were vertical, you the controls would be, you know, sideways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. You have to physically turn the switch 90 degrees, and that way you'd have to then hold it like you're turning a steering wheel to the right. That'd be so epic. I would love for them to do that. Why, Carl? You you're making a joke to make up for the fact that you can't picture this in your mind's eye. I, I really don't know what that. I don't really can't. Carl, like, take a this. switch, right? Look at yeah, it. Yeah. Look at it in your hands. It's okay. you're holding it with your with your with your little palms. All right, okay, and then okay. just turn it to the right. Now, Carl, the screen is vertical, but the controls are now not vertical anymore. They are horizontal, and I don't know how you're going to play it that way. Oh, you're talking about like you're how, holding like it like an accordion. Carl, I'm talking about the simple fact that <laughs> it's really difficult what you're to play. About. Carl, you turn the switch 90 degrees. Okay. The switch okay. is no longer playable. Yes. So it has to be horizontal. Okay. You like this idea? I yes don't like no? this idea. This is dumb. You don't like this idea. You don't want DS games on the switch. I do like DS. DS I do would like. I would like DS. Games you're getting. You're getting your message switched up. I'm you getting. I'm getting my message switched on I'm, I'm honestly confused right now. I feel like I'm going Carl, in circles right now. Would you rebuy DS games on the switch if they came to the eShop? What games would you want to see on the switch? I don't know. Do you know, have any history of? I've never had. Did a you DS. have a DS? I I you didn't have a DS. I think. Oh, I, think, I didn't know. I think my whole point was like I'd love to like get a DS, play DS games just because like. I'd love to be in the know, you know. I'd love to go mm -hmm. through like what I missed when I was a younger boy. Oh, there's a ton of classics. I mean, you got Dragon Ball Z, mm -hmm. Attack of the Saiyans. It's a turn-based RPG. Dragon Ball, it's good. Got Elite Beat Agents. Got WarioWare DIY. Got Pokemon Diamond, which hopefully we're getting remakes of. We talked about that last time, I think. I actually do not. I, I have such bad memory. I cannot remember what we talked about in the last episode. Um, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff on there that you should check out. And this could be one of them. Now, Carl, we kind of got lost here a bit. We were originally going to talk about the idea of a Zelda collection. And I think what we would see is, I think we're going to see Ocarina of Time, Wind Waker. I really, I really, hmm. Skyward Sword on the Wii makes huge use. It actually came with the Wii Motion Plus. It's huge use of motion controls. Now, they were able to convert Mario Galaxy over to the Switch because they simply made the controller an IR pointer. I don't know if that's as useful for... Because otherwise you have to be swinging your Joy-Con like a sword, which I think they would like, but playing with the Pro Controller that way? I don't know. I would... Maybe you get something like Twilight Princess because it's already been remastered in HD. So this would be... It's definitely got to be Ocarina of Time. So it'd be Ocarina of Time, Wind Waker, Twilight Princess. Now, Carl, these words mean nothing to you. But do I mean, you like I, the way they sound? I mean, I know people always like uh, rave about Ocarina of Time just as they do with Breath of the Wild. And I think that's kind of like a top uh, game I'd want to like get from my collection. Now, just Carl, to... you know that you, again, Nintendo doesn't sponsor this show. You could just play these on the emulator if you take it to heart. I could, now, actually. You could even play a 3DS emulator, which is the better version of Ocarina of <clears> Time, <throat> in my opinion. I could stream it, uh, actually. You could, Carl. Yeah. Well, look at this. Maybe it's wow. time for you to dive into these games, baby. Actually, That's what I'm saying. All right. Well, <laughs> that'll be fun. I'm excited to see what comes up. I'm sure they'll do a concert or something. They love doing these Zelda orchestras. I'm sure they'll do a Zelda orchestra, and we'll get some big announcement there. Um, I, I don't think I've ever actually finished a Zelda game, so it would be fun for me to do. Wind Waker, though, is my favorite out of all the ones I've attempted. 
Okay. Uh, in lesser news, Crash Bandicoot 4, which released last year on the PS4 and Xbox One, is coming to Switch on March the 12th for a cool, I think it was $40. Uh, Carl, do you have any experience with the Crash Bandicoot franchise? Um, yeah, I've actually played, uh, I don't remember which one I played, but I did play one of them when I was younger. Um, I don't remember which one. It was like the one where like you're, uh, I don't remember, I think you were chased by like a rock or something. Yep, that's the original. That's literally yeah. the first level okay. of the original game, Carl. Yeah, but I've, I've only God. played that one, but... Yeah. Yeah, that's my yeah, experience. Nice. I mean, you could... Nice. Yeah, you could uh, You could always decide to hop onto the train. I uh, Again, I've gotten a lot through Crash Bandicoot 2 and Crash Bandicoot 3 on the original PlayStation 1 because I had them when I was younger. Uh, I mean, the remastered, just... edition, the remastered uh, trilogy is, is on Steam, so I could go through that. You I've actually been meeting actually... one of them. You have access to my Steam library, and I own it. So you, you do have it, it, actually. Yeah. yeah. Now, again, you can play it on the Switch, too, uh, because <laughs> this is a Nintendo show. But whatever. Uh, I think it's just cool. I like having Crash Bandicoot back around. I think this is also pointing to... We saw a leak earlier in the year of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater remake having Switch controls in the files. I think, again, this is a confirmation that Activision is seeing some success with holding back these games and then releasing them on Switch later. They did with Spyro. They did it with the original Crash. Um, but they did that with everything. And it seems like they did again here with 4. And I'm sure they'll do it with Tony Hawk. So they must be making a lot of money off these double dippers. Um, so it's a kind of a shitty practice. But I mean, I mean, it's making them money. So that's always fun. And then Carl, our last big release here is Bravely Default 2 is on the horizon and will be out by the next time we record it. We are recording on the last day of February, actually. So uh, that released February 26th. It will be two days before. Um, apparently, they've made a bunch of changes because the demo was released to middling reviews with the just general public and fan base of that game. Carl, did you watch the trailer for this game? It's very much a traditional JRPG. Any I interest at all? I did really like how uh, the narrator was a little snarky. I love that. That was pretty funny. She's like mm -hmm. British snarky. Dude, that was like really attractive. But other than that, this game, it looks interesting, but I don't really know if I'd play it. I don't so really, all you have to say about it, again, really all, my thing. Mm -hmm. huh? again, all you have to say about this one is that it made you horny? I didn't, I mean. Is that what you're saying about the video game, Carl? Apply something. Carl, I asked you what you thought about the game and you went, oh. The voice actress has a cute British accent. I mean, she does. Yeah, but the, I, that's not about the game. She's talking about the game. Fair shake, fair shake. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, I never played the original. It came out on 3DS. I know it's a, <clears throat> it was a decent hit. I don't know if it sold that many, but I know it has a cult following. I really do like turn-based RPGs. And this is a cool system where obviously you can go turns ahead. And then uh, you can just sort of risk it all. I think maybe, but again, it's $60 published by Nintendo, developed by Square, so that's not going down anytime soon. I mean, we don't we don't make money off the show again, and we're poor college students, and I'm unemployed now as of this recording. So um, I don't think we're going to be able to do coverage on this one. What did you think um, of the narrator, Matt? I thought she was fine. I thought she was a good voice actress, Carl. Fine? You kidding me? What are you going to say? That's how you gonna how you gonna how you gonna objectify women in games media? I'm not objectifying this time. women. I'm fucking to power pervert. You, you're just saying she's just fine. I thought she was great, dude. I thought she was amazing. You're sick. No. 
Carl, last thing on the docket before we get into our Mario 3D World spoiler cast is the Scott Pilgrim re-release. I just thought this was really cool and I hadn't heard it on any other show, so I wanted to bring it up. The Scott Pilgrim re-release sold 25,000 copies in three hours. All these physical through limited run games. A Well, they used to be small. Now they're huge. Uh, a firm that does physical editions of indie games and smaller titles like re-releases. And uh, they just pump them out so you can own them. If you're really a big physical collector of games, they give you access to these titles that usually wouldn't be able to be put on a store shelf. They wouldn't make that money back. So these guys, they get, let you pre-order it, and then they'll give you the game. Now, this is Scott Pilgrim game. I think it's cool because people are putting their money where their mouth was. I think you see sometimes these games, they get remade. There's no demand. And then it turns out, oh, we got burned. Let's not do that again. This Scott Pilgrim one, there were people at the bit ready to get this game. I bought it myself on the Epic Games Store. Uh, I do want to get a physical copy, but again, I am poor. Um, but I just want to talk about how cool this is to see that this game was not a limp noodle coming out. People really did have a hunger for it. I mean, the soundtrack's banging. The franchise it's based on is great. I've been a huge Scott Pilgrim fan since I was younger. It ruined me as a child reading those books. So um, I think I was just really happy to see it succeed. And you have until when we record our next show, midnight, February 28th, to go and reserve your physical copy of this game. I actually might get a copy. I think, think we, so? Didn't we talk about like getting this game a while back? We did. Now, we could both get physical copies and then stream it when it comes in. We could get Switch copies and stream it together because it's online. I'd, I'd rather just get it on PC. <laughs> rather no, just get honestly. on PC? You said you wanted to get a physical copy, though. I don't. What's the, what's what's the point? Just to like have like a just have something to like shelf like display. Yeah. So you are not a physical games person at all. I mean, I don't. I just feel like it's more clutter clutter space. I don't really care. I agree with the Switch. I like having my PS4 games for some reason on a disc, but the Switch, I'm all digital. I think I just don't. It's so menial with the little cartridges. I don't bother. Even though I know that those Nintendo games will hold their value, unlike my PS4 discs, um, I just. I don't like having to carry around the cartridges. But it is cool that Scott, Scott Pilgrim, Pilgrim over the years did get like a big like... I mean, uh, dude, that is a, yeah. to, like, is a 2010s movie. So I, I this may be a bit much, but in my opinion, it's very much... Uh, you're seeing these younger TikTokers. Again, we have to discuss TikTok on the show at some point. You're seeing them rediscover songs like uh, Dear Maria, you know, I'm Coming With You, uh, Count Me In. Right? Is Ramona Flowers the original E-Girl? Anyways, yes, Carl. But anyways, um, I think, again, this is going to be, I don't know, it sounds weird saying it, but the breakfast club for the uh, whatever comes after Gen Z. I think it's very much one of those cult hit movies. Maybe not breakfast club, more like <laughs> really he- <think> Heathers. So. <laughs> I think it is. It's definitely a cult film, Carl, and it's made a huge impact on That's, culture. That is quite a comparison. Ways. It's that, really visible, I think. I, I, I think I know done. what you mean, but, you know. Like, it's not cool to acknowledge it. Because Scott Pilgrim, a lot of people misunderstand it and don't realize they see people who idolize Scott Pilgrim and they're like, oh, that movie sucks because people idolize him when he's a huge piece of shit. I actually saw a movie in the books. Yeah. 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 Go ahead. Go ahead. I I saw a Twitter thread canceling Scott Pilgrim, which is kind of funny. I mean, the whole point is that he sucks and he has to learn how to become a better person. So again, I think this movie is really much a landmark. I, I like the books better than I like the movie. I watched the movie after I read the books when I was younger. And again, seeing this game back, I had it on the PS3. Now I have it on my PC. It's just good to have it back. I love having access to games. That's always cool. All right. Carl, Carl, Carl. We're into the big topic for us this week. And we're 45 minutes, Carl. So 
Uh, Carl, you have not played this game. It is Super Mario 3D World releasing on the Switch with the addition of Bowser's Fury, the new mode. Carl, I want you to interview me about this game. You are now in the host position. I have played this game, not to completion, but a decent chunk of both modes. I got caught up with midterms in school. But Carl, ask me about this game. Well, what do you think? What do you think of uh, Mario as a furry so far? I think it's, uh, I've become very immune to memes at this point. I don't know, Carl. I think I'm dead inside. I, can't, <laughs> I, think, I think the meme of, I, I really didn't want to say this on our show. I think the meme of just come being a joke, just saying the word come, has ter- com- completely ruined my sense of humor. Where <laughs> I, I, I literally do not see comedy anymore or perceive it at all. It goes in one ear, out the other. There's literally no, no jokes hit land with me anymore. I don't laugh. I don't cry. I don't feel anything, Carl. What about the monkey jokes? I do like monkey jokes, though. Let's make monkey okay. noises. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all seriousness, all right. though. What do, you, what do you think of the game so far? <clears throat> So, Carl, this is obviously re-release of the 2013 Wii U game. And I actually talked with Dustin Furman, um, producer and creator over at Handsome Phantom. And uh, he's also executive producer at Console Stand. Is that the movement speed in this game has been greatly increased since the Wii U release. And it makes this game 10 times better, Carl. This game, have you ever heard of Sonic Lost World, Carl? It was a... Nintendo Wii U exclusive, so probably not, but it came to the PC later. Nope, nope, never. Okay, so it was a Sonic game, which was very much different. There's a lot of Mario Galaxy comparisons, but it's different. Um, That game includes a run button for Sonic, which is weird. Um, He walks around normally when he's using, uh, when he's not running and you're just moving around. Very much similar to that was Mario 3D World, where his base movement speed was so slow, you had to be holding the run button at all times just not to fall asleep playing these games. Uh, now, completely increased it, made it feel so much more smooth. Really enjoyed making my way through this game. I am think I'm almost at the end of World 6, and I've enjoyed pretty much every second. I've died a bunch because I'm terrible at perceiving jumps. Like, you know, it's, a, it's very isometric in the way that is a... <clears throat> Carl, you obviously watch gameplay this game, right? Yeah. So it's very much more platformer than something like Mario Odyssey or even the Bowser's Fury side mode. Um, And I just suck at making jumps. So I've actually died watching this game because I'm terrible. Um, But really, it's there's not that much to talk about. I do think this game is landing better with me now that it doesn't have the stink of the Wii U and disappointment on it. When it first came out, I remember I was so excited I used to listen to IGN Nintendo shows, and I'm pretty sure Game Explain was already spinning up by this point, and theorizing what the big Mario game for the Wii U was going to be. And then you got this game, and it was like a four-player co-op, almost new Super Mario Brothers-esque 3DS continuation of whatever Super Mario 3D Land was on the 3DS. And it was just kind of landed with a thud. But now that we have Odyssey, and then we'll be like, okay, we got that, which was what I really wanted. Now I can come back to this game and just enjoy it for what it was. And it shines. The music is beautiful. The graphics are beautiful. I mean, as beautiful as something on the Switch can be, obviously. But it really does play great. Now, I haven't played it in co-op ever. So obviously, you and I are going to have to test that out later. But I've really enjoyed going through the base game again. What do you think of the Bowser's Fury kind of uh, portion of the game? And I think that's like the portion where you fight. uh, you, You grow into a giant Godzilla kind of. Game. yes it is the kaiju fight yeah so it's like a mixture of mario odyssey and mario 3d world you have this uh, open world that's sort of a lake to roam around in 
but there are different themes. So like I started on a beach theme, then you end up in sort of like an ice theme. And I mean, <clears throat> it has gates like in obviously Odyssey and obviously 3D World, you need a certain amount of green stars to progress. Um, I put a solid like one and a half hours into it, just like rushing through. I got to fight Bowser. Um, it's fun. Like it's, it's cool to see something different. And I think this is maybe where we're going to see It'll be interesting to see a full Mario game like this where there aren't even separate worlds. It's literally just one huge open world that you go between. But I don't know how they would do that where it's not themed around water. Because Carl, in this game, it's very much you get access to Plessy the dinosaur, which is like sort of a Yoshi-esque creature that you can ride on water, right? Right. So there are like different islands that almost make up the different worlds in this uh, game mode. So you're crossing these large bodies of water to get to the different islands. And that's what sort of segments them. and makes them not, I mean, not cohesive in a way. It makes them so that, yeah, this is a clear divide because you need to use Plessy to cross the water to get over there. If they were to replicate this idea in terms of a longer game, I don't know if you could have the entire thing be across water. Um, that would almost be Wind Waker-esque. And I mean, I enjoyed it. Fighting Bowser, do the same couple of things. I watched the ending of the game, which we're not going to spoil. But uh, that last boss battle. Yeah, dude, I don't give a shit. It's a Mario game. Okay, yeah, that's true. Anyways, I mean, it's cool. It really is what, if you watch the trailer, you get the gist of it. That's really what it is. It's an open world. It's fun. It's a little mode. Um, It's not anything I would spend $60 for. You really want to be buying this package for 3D World. Um, If you've never played it, this is a buy. If you have played it before, I mean, it could be if you just want to play on the go. Otherwise, and if you don't own a Switch, play on Simu on your computer, baby. That's <laughs> it's going to be 4K. <laughs> Same way you should play Breath of the Wild. Um, but yeah, I did really enjoy my time with this game, and um, I will finish it. I I thought about it seriously. I was like, hey, after we talked about it on the podcast, I really only bought this game for the podcast, but I was happy I did, and I'm thinking. After we record this, will I go back and continue to play it? And I think I'm going to say yes. I will finish this title, which is rare for me, Carl. So this is special. Wow, amazing! Yeah. That's going to. I mean, I usually finish. Ma- I usually finish Mario games. For the record, I did beat Mario Odyssey earlier this year. Got a decent chunk through Super Mario 64 before it. It starts. Super Mario 64 is only good for the first like section of levels. As soon as you go in the basement, just the quality takes a nosedive. And then, obviously, Sunshine, I played a, a ton of when I was younger, so I didn't feel the need to replay that one. But um, this is just another addition to Mario's sort of crown of jewels. I mean, I can fully appreciate it now that we got Odyssey, so I really enjoyed it, Carl. That's really cool. That's great to hear, Matt. Yeah. Do you have any interest in jumping in this? I mean, obviously, you said you want to play it with me. Yeah. I want, I'd want to play this game with you. I think that's my most – my that's the, what interests me the most. Yeah. And then one last thing I actually friend. wanted – one last thing I wanted to talk about with this actually is the performance mode, which Digital Foundry did a great video on again. But Bowser's Fury runs at 720p. Um, I think it's a dynamic 720p as well. So it runs at 720p, 60 frames per second when you're in docked mode connected to the TV. It's actually 30 frames per second when you're in handheld mode, um, which is fascinating because I don't remember the last time a Mario game was at 30 frames per second. I think Sunshine is locked at 30 and it is also 30 on the Switch. Galaxy 60, I think Mario 64 is 30 as well, but like the newer games we've gotten used to Mario being 60. Um, so it was weird to play that in handheld mode, but I gotta say, usually someone who cares about 60 a lot, I guess maybe I disproved myself here because I just, I didn't feel obligated to plug into the TV, so I played it in handheld mode. Um, 
and it's still, you, were still satis- playable. you were satisfied with the performance is what you're saying yeah i mean i obviously would love for it to run at 60 but i and this is just we're not getting a switch pro but i would love a switch pro so i mean there's not much more you can do about that until <laughs> until we get a yuzu emulator to be able to do internal resolution boosting like that's that's gonna be great internal resolution boosting until we get yuzu emulator to do internal resolution boosting I mean, you're just stuck playing these games the way Nintendo set them out. So what are you going to do? You buy them because you're a pig. And you just eat whatever slop they throw in the trough. <laughs> the tra- trow? Trow? Which is the right way to say it? Trow? 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 I don't know. I don't know, Carl. We're just, all we do is consume. That is why they call you a consumer. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, buddy. All right. All right. Cool. So what else? Anything else you want to talk about before we? Uh, I mean, that's pretty much. I mean, we said it was gonna be a spoiler cast, so we you could really, spoil you really it. I mean, you could. I didn't really spoil it. I mean, you you beat Bowser. I mean, that's really that's really what? it. No way. And in yeah, in three D world, you beat Bowser again. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's wow. Crazy. Wow. I guess it really is hard to do a spoiler cast. There really is like even in Odyssey, it's easier to do a spoiler cast. There really isn't a huge overarching story in either of these two. So I mean, yeah. Carl, it's been great. I mean, I'm excited. I mean, I'll, I, I will. I will get this game. I'll, I'll literally games, get this what's game. What's your game plan if you, now? If remember, if you if you really want to play with me, <clears throat> you get it, so you will buy it. Yes, I will buy it. Oh, so you are willing to pay sixty dollars for this game? Yes. Oh wow! I thought you wanted to come over here and play my copy co-op. Wait, maybe I'll buy um. I'll buy Odyssey first. <laughs> let me let me okay. buy Odyssey first, so I don't have to yeah, keep going to the finish, library. Maybe you should finish Odyssey. Game. Uh. Carl, now I remember last episode, again, we do this every two weeks, but this is our third episode, Carl. That's crazy. We're doing this three times. Amazing. We introduced the idea of game plans. So until the next two weeks, what was going to be your plan? I think yours was to play Mario Odyssey, and you did accomplish that a bit, not as much as I had hoped, but you did do it. So what is your game plan for the next two weeks? School is kind of lightened up a bit. Midterms are over. So you got a little bit more freedom. What are you What are you gonna do? I still have a few projects, but it's okay. Um, I'm gonna continue Odyssey. I'm getting more into the game right now, so I think I'll probably finish it sooner than you think. Um, and then probably I'll just continue my Super Paper Mario streams. Hopefully, um, see how that goes. But other than that, I don't really. You're really know immersed in the Nintendo atmosphere huh? here. I'm You're sorry. really immersed in the Nintendo games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I really good. am. You're really converting me. If you do beat mario odyssey by the time we record again i will be astounded not in a disrespectful way just in the fact that i felt like i've been lied to multiple times <laughs> i don't know i mean hopefully i mean now that i'm just rushing i through, I, maybe I, I can yeah. actually accomplish that i hope you do too it's just i don't know been burned but I, i'm getting more into my super paper mario game through playthrough now so we'll see how that goes okay now for me what can i think of uh, I'm going to keep playing paper, uh, paper Mario. I'm going to keep playing Mario party. I mean, so we always talk about that, but I don't, I don't know how much there is to discuss there. Cause I love having this new routine of playing Mario party, um, every few nights. Um, and then let me check. I actually had in my game stuff. I think I talked about this last time, but I didn't act on it was I was going to buy Yakuza like a dragon. And then I was going to buy, I'm thinking about getting Yakuza like a dragon. Cause GameStop has the buy two, get one free I'm thinking of buying. Yakuza Like a Dragon, right? I'm thinking of getting Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 for PlayStation. 
And I'm thinking of getting Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time for PlayStation because the PS5 upgrade is on its way, baby. And that's 4K 60 frames per second. Um, Am I going to play a Switch game? I think I actually, you know what I talked about earlier and I almost forgot again. I do think I want to finish up Link's Awakening Remake and I do want to finish up Xenoblade before I buy these games because I spend money on those games. I might as well finish them before I get something new. Right. Now, Xenoblade's going to take a shit ton of time, so it's going to be a while, but Link's Awakening, I can definitely finish off. And I want to finish Mario 3D World. So you know what? I actually do have a lot on my plate. I will say, like, in addition to what I want to play, I did, I, I think, remember last week, I said I was going to play Hollow Knight, and I did play Hollow yeah. Knight. And just an update oh. on that, I kind of, I kind of struggled with that game. <laughs> like, it's yeah, fun, it's don't hard. get me wrong, but, like, oh my god, it's so, like, frustrating. <laughs> you know, I'm that is not a Mac game at all. I, I don't know. We anything else about Hollow Knight? Any other thoughts on it? I just like, I'm a I'm a dumb idiot, and I just play. I like playing games that like I don't have to like think, and that game requires me to think, and I don't. I do not like that. You like playing Mario like, games. Mario yeah, games exactly, are hard. No exactly. Thought. Exactly. <laughs> so I just kind of right. gave up on that game play like an hour in. Yeah, uh, Carl. Our grand tradition involves us doing some sort of YouTuber send off. 